You're listening to Ask the Expert on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com. It is May 2020, and it's time for your Ask the Expert segment. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us this month is Mickey Fulp. Many of you are familiar with Mickey. He's known as the mercenary geologist. You can find his work at goldgeologist.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Mercenary Geo. You can find him there. Great follow on Twitter. And he obviously has a great free newsletter that you can receive by email. Uh, he's a mining analyst, a popular speaker, a writer, and uh, always great to pick his brain a little bit. Mickey, thank you for spending some time with us here at Sprout Money. Hey, Craig. Thanks for having me once again. Always fun to visit with you, Mickey. You know, um, it has been such an interesting time, obviously, in the last couple of months. For a while, Sprott Money was shut down, considered to be non-essential up there uh, in uh, Toronto. But we are back <laughs> in business. And uh, su- supply lines are finally starting to reopen. And gold and silver prices, obviously, are climbing fast. So SprottMoney.com is mm-hmm. open. Again, finally, although there are still shipping delays in place, we do have Royal Canadian Mint Gold and Silver Maples. 110-ounce RCM silver bars, and more available right now. So please visit SprottMoney.com or, of course, call us at 888-861-0775. Mickey, we have been collecting questions for you all month. I thought, too, since I've got you here and you are uh, an equity analyst, I'd lay on you some of the the names that, uh, that come in for Eric every week as well. So I've got a number of questions for you. If you're ready, should we just dive right in? Let's do it. All right. The first question is kind of something that Eric and I don't talk about much. And so this is a great one for you. Uh, We're seeing a rally again in some of the rare earth companies. Uh, Equities in U.S. and Canada start to pick up, show a little life. Is this the start of rare earth mania 2.0? In a word, no. Uh, It's much different this time. The... Focus in outside of China has gone into production, not mining, because we've realized that there are very few mining or exploration plays. We did that back in the 20, uh, 2009 to 2012. Uh, most of those projects have failed. Two big ones came into production, Mountain Pass, now owned by MP Materials uh, and Southeastern California and Linus in Western Australia, they have supplied uh, the majority of rare earths outside of China. Um, So the focus now is on processing, getting uh, supply chains built outside of, uh, say, the mines to magnet supply chain. So now we've got the mines, we've got a couple other small mines, one in uh, one in Africa, uh, which have now reduced the world's dependence on China for rare earths from something like 99% in 2009 to less than 60% now. Uh, so really the focus should be on companies that have processing plants in progress, separation techniques uh, in progress, uh, in North America, and that is happening as we speak uh, uh, with monazite deposits 
that are left over from heavy mineral sands operations in the southeast U.S. Uh, monazite is one of the three minerals that is easily cracked for rare earths. Uh, uh, and then we've seen companies like Energy Fuels, which is historically a uranium and vanadium company. They they have an initiative right now. They're going big time into rare earths uh, because they've got the White Mesa Mill processing capability in southeast Utah. So um, that's where it's going much different. Uh, but anybody that thinks rare earth mania is back is... Uh, uh, Feeding you a line of bull, in my opinion. <laughs> Getting a little, putting the cart before the horse, perhaps. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, let's uh, use that, though, as a segue to the second question that was sent in, and it's specific to the jurisdiction of Africa. You mentioned rare earth mining in Africa. Uh, this question is wondering about mines and mining operations in Africa. What is your view of the political risks, uh, the geological potential down there as a jurisdiction? Well, certainly, great potential for gold deposits in sub-Sahara Africa, especially Western uh, sub-Sahara Africa. But for me, Africa is off limits because of inherent geopolitical risk. You don't know which country or company is going to blow up next. And so uh, personally, I have never uh, speculated in a junior stock that had a focus in Africa. Yeah. You know, I got to tell you, Eric talks about that too. I mean, there's so many opportunities in places like Canada and the U.S. where you know a little bit more about the rule of law. Absolutely. Mineral tenure and the rule of law. Yeah. That's uh, so, so as segueing into that idea, I have really pulled in my horns uh, outside of the Americas over the last few years because I got burned in various parts of the world that I thought were, uh, for the most part, safe geopolitical jurisdiction. Uh, about 90% of my focus or even more now is uh, is in the Americas. You know, I even got burned a couple of times in Scandinavia and Finland and Sweden, <laughs> which are thought to be uh, very pro-mining jurisdictions. Yeah, yeah, happens. All right, from here, we're going to focus more on individual names, Mickey. I think before uh, I ask you more questions, though, uh, I failed at the beginning to ask you about your service. So this would be a good time for you to describe what you do and how people can get the free email newsletter you have, and then we'll get to some of these names. Yeah, so I write about a variety of things, uh, macroeconomics, libertarianism, uh, commodities analysts, uh, analysis, um, ratios, correlation coefficients, all this sort of stuff involving markets and uh, commodities. Uh, but I also write about specific companies. I run a sponsor model, uh, which allows my newsletter to be free. Uh, and to get my stock picks, you need to be a free email subscriber. So um, just go to my website, mercenarygeologist.com. Uh, Right below my mugshot, there's a banner and it says click here for a free subscription. You give us a name, you can fake your name, you give us an email address, that's got to be a working email address. And then you'll get my stock picks, you'll get something from me every Sunday that uh, uh, outlines everything I put on the website that week. We are very busy. We'll have over 200 pieces of content go up on our website this year. Um, 
and uh, and then you'll get my so-called mercenary alerts, which are the stock picks, and you get them the minute they're published. Get a lot of interest in the sector for the obvious reasons growing through mm-hmm. this year. People, I mean, I can't emphasize this enough. I do this at my site all the time. You don't, don't want to be out there flying blind. You need objective, fair-minded analysis. Free uh, obviously means you're about as objective as you're going to be. And so, well, and I have skin in the game too. Right, so, right. Any companies that I cover, and I do not recommend I'm a certified financial advisor. I basically tell people what I'm doing in a market with specific companies, and uh, and realize that I'm operating in my best interest. And uh, if you because I'm a shareholder and I pick these stocks because I think they're going to go up. And for the most part, we've been very successful in, in, in bull and bear markets. Again, at mercenarygeologist.com or goldgeologist.com, you'll find a place to sign up. Mickey, let's, let's now catapult forward toward question number three with all of that in mind. Uh, this person wanted to know what your view is on royalty companies and if you have a favorite player or two in the segment right now and why. Yeah, so royalty companies are uh, protected because they have little risk uh, uh, other than the fact that they pay money for the royalties. But uh, especially when in gold and silver and metal prices are high, they do quite well um, because they get uh, what's called net smelter return. They've done quite well. They have been the shining star of the gold and silver precious metal space since uh, things turned in 2003 um, and for good reason because they are low-risk companies um, my favorite stock there is one we picked at nine cents in february of 2018 so a little bit more than two years ago it closed yesterday at a buck 15 so that's what uh 11, 12 bagger, 13 bagger. And and people uh, will know they're familiar with Sprott. Uh, It's one of Eric Sprott's favorite companies. Eric is is a significant shareholder. He's a reporting issuer, a control person of illegal royalties. And and he continues to do deals and put money uh, uh, into the company. Um, And although it's moved up, significantly over the last year and a half or so uh we think it has more room to grow that's fantastic now i i no longer cover the company but uh but but i do uh maintain the majority of my position i started with and added to and uh and i'm not selling at everything at a buck 15 you know i could take my money out right now and generate a 12-bagger on the remainder of my stock, but I choose to play it for the upside. You mentioned how consistent they can be in growing earnings. I'm I'm sure uh, Franco Nevada has probably uh, gotten so large that so many people don't look at it anymore, but that's a great example of a stock that just keeps rising, it seems, year after year. Yeah, and the royalty companies have outperformed all other sectors in the gold space since 2003. Well, with that in mind, uh, let me ask you about some gold companies. I want to first ask you some of the names that come in uh, for Eric every week that either mm-hmm. he didn't have an opinion on or we don't have time to get to. And then I'll ask you maybe for some of your favorite names. And in, in particular, let's let's start with gold. 
Um, do you know anything about, uh, let's start with Skeena. Yeah, I know Skeena pretty well uh, in the so-called Golden Triangle of Northwest BC. Um, they have the past-producing SK Creek Mine, and they, they're they still, although that was one of the best-performing mines and shut down uh, with phenomenal returns to shareholders, uh, more well more than a decade ago. Uh, um, there's additional ore, and Skeena's drilling it out, and uh, and they've done quite well with quite a lot of success. Uh, the issue there is uh, it is in uh, a very remote, uh, harsh, glacier-ridden part of the world, so infrastructure costs and production costs are high, but uh, S Creek, Creek remains one of the best mineral deposits on the planet. How about Corvus Gold or Pure Gold? Well, I'll take Corvus Gold. That's in the uh, uh, Bullfrog District of uh, Southeast Nevada, uh, run by uh, a friend of mine I've known for a long time, Jeff Pontius. They have a nice discovery there. Uh, I don't know exactly what stage they are in right now, but uh, it looks like, to me, a mine in the making at some point. All right. And any other... I guess gold stocks in that category that that uh, that you favor at this point or have piqued your interest. Well, uh, I like Nevada, so uh, uh, things in Nevada gen- generally uh, uh, pique my interest. Uh, um, uh, for instance, Ely Gold Royalties yep. is actually a hybrid company. It's a prospect generator with only over seventy projects. Uh, uh, the majority of which are, are either generating option payments or royalty payments or uh, advanced royalty payments or have reverted to royalties at that at this stage. But, uh, you know, uh, anything Nevada always uh, catches my interest. Uh, I'll probably decline to add other names at this point because I generally uh, – you know, I'm I'm researching right now, and I've got some targets, and uh, and if things come to pass, uh, my subscribers will hear hear about yep. them. Yep, just sign up for that email, and uh, you'll you hear go. about it first. Let's turn to silver. We had a number of people asking for your thoughts on silver and favorite silver plays. Some of the names that have come in uh, for Eric that we haven't been able to touch on. Uh, include uh, well Discovery Metals and Great Panther, and I know those aren't ones that you follow either. But I know you do have some thoughts on Silvercrest. Well, yeah, Silvercrest is a really good company. I've known the CEO uh, Eric Fear for oh thirty five years uh, since when he was with Pegasus in uh, in Montana. I was working in Montana at the time. Uh, a very good uh, engineer and geologist has degrees in mining engineering and and in uh, geology, and he spans that that transition very well. He's uh, been very successful. Uh, sold a project, at least one project, maybe more to First Majestic, and uh, and I expect him to do it again in uh, in northern Mexico. So uh, Silvercrest is a very well run company. Do you have any other within the sector that you got well, your eyes on? Well, I'm not a silver guy because, uh, no, I'm not a silver bug. And right now we're looking gold-silver ratio. It, it's been 
above 100, as high as 120 yep. since March the 3rd or 6th yeah. or something like that. It went below 100 for the first time in, what, uh, seven weeks yesterday. It's at 100 as we speak. Um and it's it's no longer a, a, a monetary men, a metal. It's, it can act as a precious metal in times of financial duress, but it really is an industrial metal. And for the most part, all silver companies are really lead-zinc companies who produce byproduct silver. Even though the silver may contribute the majority of cash flow, they still need a smelter to process those lead zinc ores. And so uh, that's why a lot of them are, are uh, domiciled in Mexico or Peru or, or places that have smelters, lead zinc smelters. And so just not a portion of the exploration development uh resource space that interests me fair enough well with that let's segue into the final question i had for you that kind of combo i call them combo companies but they are these companies that that pull just about everything out of the ground uh the questions uh, that have come in for you involve northern dynasty and centera okay well northern dynasty is uh project is pebble deposit in in southern alaska uh I've been on the project a number of years ago. It's owned by, uh, uh, or it's controlled as part of the of HDI, the old Hunter Dickinson Group. Um, uh, extreme environmental opposition that got nowhere. Uh, some real shenanigans during the Obama administration. A lot of that's cleared up, but the real problem with uh, Northern Dynasty, it's so remote. And it's so hard to get to and get fuel and supplies to uh, that if you look, look at the feasibility studies that have been done. Look at the major miners who have come and left. And really, the problem is that a posit as it's presently designed, a big open pit copper gold porphyry mine is sub-economic. You know, it's, it does not... It's got a huge capex. The MPV is a fraction of that capex. Big red flag there. You should never put your money in, in a project where the MPV is less than a capex. You know, my, my threshold is about one and a half times uh, the MPV over the, the capex. So it's, it's a sub-economic deposit uh, besides the environmental uh, opposition that it's generated, most of which is uh, uh, is not real. You know, this whole salmon uh, uh, spawning ground is does not real ho really hold scientific water. But the point being that if it was a compelling economic deposit, it would be developed, and it is not. And the other one was Sentara. Yeah, so Sentara and the Kyrgyz Republic. Uh, you know, uh, I talked earlier about how. Uh, I avoided geopolitical risk. Well, one of the plays that I'm involved right, it, with right now, and it's still a private company, soon to be public, is a Carlin-type play in the Kyrgyz Republic. Centera's hmm. uh, had a very checkered history there. Uh, you know, the country used to be called Kyrgyzstan, now it's Kyrgyz Republic. Uh, they solved most of those issues with a Kyrgyz government uh uh, a few months ago, and if memory serves, about November of 2019, so six, seven months ago, um, 
It's a very good deposit. It's got huge reserves. It could go a long time. Uh, but point point being that there is some geopolitical risk there, although uh, a lot of the questions about that deposit and its viability going forward, certainly the deposit and the mine is a world-class uh, situation, but uh, uh, there is some political risk there. Terrific. Again, Mickey, it's, it's so much fun to pick your brain because you know so much about this stuff after all these years of doing it. Remind everybody one more time where they can find uh, your free email newsletter and how they sign up. Yeah, mercenarygeologist.com. Uh, sign up, give us a name and an email address. You'll get something from us one or two times a week. And then I would encourage everybody to check out my Twitter feed, at Mercenary Geo, 51,100 followers. So, uh Somebody thinks we're we're doing some good stuff there, but uh, we have a lot of fun with it. We span uh, all sorts of stuff from uh, uh, stock picks to libertarianism to commodity analysis to the sport teams I follow, uh, you know, uh, my fishing ventures, et cetera. So uh, we use that to have fun. You bet. You bet. You got one of those blue check marks yet, Mickey? Uh, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure I do. I think that means something that uh, 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 the the powers that be at uh, at Twitter don't like some of the things that I say. Every once in a <laughs> while, I I notice that the uh, I lose a bunch of uh, of people that I follow, which means they're being banned. And, and as a result, our Twitter followers go down uh, every once in a while. And we don't really know why, but then we look at, our, at the ones we're following, and they've dropped a concomitant uh, amount, too. So uh, we push the envelope on Twitter, no doubt. Well, you're a great follow. And again, just to remind everybody, yeah, it has been a crazy couple of months, but we are back open for business at Sprott Money. And uh, there's no time like the present to be adding to your physical stack with everything, uh, the madness of the uh, global central banks. I'll second that, my friend. Yeah, I hear you. Again, SprottMoney.com is where you want to go. You can always check the deals tab. Uh, but again, just look for simple things like RCM, gold, and silver maples. We've got plenty of them on hand, and you can visit SprottMoney.com. Or again, that number is 888 Eight six one zero seven seven five. We've been speaking with the mercenary geologist Mickey Fulp, an old friend. Always fun to get caught up with him. Mickey's. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks a lot, Craig. And from all of us at Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com. Thank you for listening. We'll have another Ask the Expert segment next month. <laughs>